0: I'll talk to my jingler.
1: <laughs> there he is. By the way, Game of Games is powered by Call Jacob. Winning matters. That's why after an accident, you go to calljacob.com or call 844 24 Jacob. That's 844 24 Jacob. So, uh, Shinano and Cappy today is Andy Kamenitsky and Cappy. Cappy, what's going on, man? Well, good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon.
2: I didn't know if that was going to work. Uh, <laughs> you have to say it the way we say it. I know, but when I said good afternoon, I said it with sincerity. I didn't say it like the way you guys always say it, like as the bit. And then I realized halfway through good that I was saying good afternoon. So I tried to like pick it up in the afternoon part, but I didn't really do good it. Good
0: afternoon. Good afternoon. Well, I
2: never- you got to
1: go good afternoon.
2: Right, right. Right, I didn't do that. I was oh, like, "What a fortunate in. moment yeah. we find ourselves in." So, Cap, are you coming up for the better win game six tomorrow night? So, uh, there's been a little bit of controversy yeah. here, and it's all Greg Bergman's fault. Okay. okay. By the way, I'm also
1: I, I'm also wrapped up in this controversy. So, go mm-hmm. ahead.
2: Yeah. My so, fault. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it is. All right, explain, Cap. So, um, I think it was yesterday that I sent Bergie a text, and I was like, "Hey, um, so." Just want to make sure that I'm able to get credentials on Friday. Mm-hmm. Berge wrote me back and said, well, I'm not even going to request credentials until after this game tonight. Amen. And I didn't think about that like, oh, okay, because of course they could wrap it up tonight. You kind of put hacks on them. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, I kind of just assumed like everybody else that they were going to lose last night. Mm. And so Berge did not request the credential for me in advance. And now that the game is coming back, I'm thinking, and you guys tell me what you think I should do. Right. Should I come for the game or should I revoke my credential in an effort to to like, you know, switch
1: the energy? I don't think one can revoke their own credentials. So <laughs> Captain, don't you have, 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 have a
3: ridiculous Don't the Lakers have a ridiculous record, a uh, good record when you're in attendance? It's pretty good this year. Pretty yeah. good.
2: I think it's uh, I think it might be like uh 12 and 4. Something, something yeah. pretty
4: solid. You're the type of guy we're looking for. I think you should come up. It sounds you like I you should? don't want to make the drive, is what it sounds like.
2: Well, I mean, it's not that I don't want to make the drive. Oh, for 200 bucks, I, really... I can pick you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: well,
2: that I don't want to make the drive. I, I kind of would like to bring my better half. You feel yeah. me on
1: that? Well, yeah, but you know, a, can you Friday get her a night. credential? Well, that's just it. Rachel?
4: I am out of credentials. So You have a credential right now, Cappy.
2: Can't you get on a credential? When we go to pick it up, she goes up to the the, t- the gate, and she goes, Hi, I'm Rachel, and then mm, they go to the no. R section.
0: Yeah, That's not how it works, no. unfortunately. No. That's, that's the not the way it works. Yeah. That no. should be on the credential, though. Just Rachel. Right. No last name, no media affiliation. Well, everybody knows Rachel. Exactly. Right.
3: You don't even show an ID. Yeah. Back in the old days, the Laker people, when they would do credentials, if you didn't have an affiliation, they would just write down FOB. You know what that stands for, Andy?
0: Free
1: agent? Friend
0: Friend of Broadcast? Broadcast? Bus. Bus. Friend of Bus. Bus. Yeah. Bus. There so you if you really? saw Fob, yeah. you knew that's where they were. Uh
1: yeah, you know, Cappy, I decided not to go because I don't I here's the thing. It's it's a critical game. Um I think it is must win for the Lakers. I uh, I think it's better I think we're describing it as better win. Um, and I want to be locked in and able to watch this game. And I don't find there are no seats. So I find that there's I, no seats in the suite. No, no. Well, there are seats in the suite, but they're taken by like partners and Muckety teammates mucks. and stuff. Right. Yeah. So uh, so I and there's no seat in the uh, in, in crypto for me. So I'm going to stay home and watch it.
2: I don't blame you. Listen, on on the game. What's today? Today's Thursday. So on Tuesday's game. Yep. Um, I was in uh, some guy's suite, you know and uh, yeah that would have been monday oh monday yeah what's oh yeah right monday so um so i'm in this suite and the food was good food was really good as a matter of fact yeah and i ate um but it was crowded and i couldn't really get a seat and i couldn't watch the game so at halftime i was like hey thanks for that really nice caesar salad and they've got these uh pizza cupcakes they've got in these they're called pizza cupcakes do they mace they're unbelievable and they taste like pizza yeah, they're like a. It looks like a little cupcake, but it but it's just a pizza. So there's like sauce and cheese and pepper. Oh, okay. that's I, a good concept. Basically, if
0: I'm guessing, Cappy, and tell me if I'm wrong, you're taking the dough and rather than stretching it out, you're baking it inside a cupcake holder, and yes. then you top the dough with pizza items. Mm.
2: Right. You take your finger, yeah. right, and you Thanks, stick Emerald. it in there,
0: right. <laughs> <stop>. We established <laughs> have a pizza maker.
2: Bam, bam. Yeah, you, you take the thing. You take the little crust, yep. you put it in the in the cupcake thing, you take your finger, you stick it in there, right? No, it's good. Like I, I little, get I get I think it's actually a really good idea. Yeah. A little sauce, a yeah. little cheese, a little, yeah. little pepperoni, and then you bake it. It's a pizza cupcake. But at the end of the first half, Mace, I told this pizza cupcake guy, I go, hey. <laughs> so anyway, I tell the pizza
1: cupcake guy.
2: I say, Hey, it's a nice pizza cupcake, and I am very grateful for the three that I just ate. However, for second half, I gotta go to where I can see the game. Yeah. Where'd you go? That's why.
1: The I other suite? The, I went to the 710 suite. suite? Yeah. The 710 yeah. suite, which is the right. best place in so, the arena to watch against. Andy
3: if, and Cap. Absolutely. Do you guys think, stay with me here, Jorge, do you guys think you could win a joke off with Siri?
0: A joke off? How, how does that work? I don't even know Listen how to do
3: Listen
1: to this. Hey, Siri. You down for a roast battle?
4: You're gonna regret this.
1: Your mama's so fat, she fell off both sides of the bed. Your mama's so stupid, she thought Dunkin' Donuts was a basketball team. (laughs) Your mama's so ugly, my screen cracked when I took her photo. Your mama's so ugly, they won't give her a vaccine so she can keep wearing her mask. Your mama's so old, her memories in black and white. The earth used to be flat, till they buried your mama. Wow! I think wow. Siri's a lot better than I thought, huh? Oh my God, that's amazing! I am bowing out. I'm not even trying. <laughs> I cannot even get my Siri to get into any sort I think of the guy, argument. I think
3: the guy set it up. Oh. I think the guy did it in a way oh. that I mean, I, I think he put some work into it. Try it, Mace.
1: That wasn't real. What What was the original line? Hey Siri, what? play the play there to play again. Your mama's Horace. so ugly that no, she broke my camera screen. Hey Siri, all... you down for a roast battle? Okay. You're gonna regret... Hey Siri. Are you down for a roast battle? No. She yeah, mine says, doesn't work you're going an to yeah, regret, regret
0: this. You're going to regret this. <laughs> yeah. That is fantastic. Yeah,
3: I think that, uh, yeah. By the way, if that was chat GPT, <laughs> we're all dead. <laughs> we're yeah. all, I mean, if, if that was chat GPT as Siri, we're all Well, homes. I heard a
1: lot of the articles we read now are chat GPT.
3: Well- a lot of newspapers are firing reporters and, and just replacing doing them with, with chat GPT. Yeah. You know,
0: this is the direction we're moving in. Everything becomes AI, chat GPT, deep fakes. Everything can be manufactured. Like right. in five to ten years, if that long, we are going to have no idea if anything we see, read, hear about, on the news, whatever, is actually real. Okay, yeah. so
3: Joe Rogan did an entire podcast with AI. In other words, so he comes on, he goes, "Hi, this is Joe Rogan, but it's not really me." Yeah. See if you can find this, Jorge, and we can play the beginning of it. Yeah. Actually, he he comes on, he goes. Everything you're hearing is computer generated, and we're going to do the entire hour of this podcast with computer generated AI. You're going to think you're listening to me, and it's going to sound like you're listening to me, but it's not me. Yeah. And you listen to it, and it's like. Exactly what Andy said. It's like this is where the world is going. Yeah, Mason and you and I have have so many recorded hours. Of I know
1: podcasts that I
3: know somebody could literally just reverse every position we've ever well, had we and have, issue it. We
1: have literally said everything. Yeah, like and <laughs> somewhere along the line,
3: <laughs> chances are we said it many years ago when we were doing Crossfire, where Mason and I would pick a topic and just argue with each other, and the first guy who could get ten votes would win the argument. We decided just as a bit to switch positions at halftime. So like half an hour into it, I started arguing Mason's side and he started arguing my side. And we were shocked how long it took people to figure it out. They, they had already made up their minds, so they were calling and they said, I agree with Mason. I go, no,
0: now you're agreeing with me. Now, if you don't care about consistency at all, you can basically argue anything. Like I remember, years years ago, there used to be a show. They were called. They just called themselves the Regular Guys. Okay, they were on probably I think like ninety seven one back. All right, then, did talk and they used to have these debates and they had this sidekick on the show. He was like a producer slash gopher. Uh, his name was Malibu Dan. Oh, and- I
1: thought his name was Bergman.
3: No,
0: it was not Bergman. Okay, so here's Jorge found. Go ahead, finish your story. I now. was going to say, and they would, they would make him because he was terrible at coming up with original thoughts. They yep. would make him take. One side of the debate, and they would always take the other. Didn't matter what. Like his side would be murder should be illegal. They would have to debate murder should be legal. Oh, okay. And they would show that if you just commit to whatever and don't care commit about what to you're a position, saying, you can really debate anything. Well, you know in.
3: To, to talking about what you said earlier, Andy, that where we're moving to in the future is we're not going to know what's real and what isn't. Um, Mason and I always give Bergman a hard time that he never gets us any guess, but. We literally, through AI, could get any guest we want. Yeah, that's For true. example, here is Joe Rogan interviewing Steve Jobs, who is dead. Wow. But Rogan, through AI, just came on and did this. Memory from the past. <laughs> So without further ado, my friend who is difficult to describe and wonderful, and I'm so grateful he came on the show. How's it going? Good to see you, buddy. It's been a long time since I've been on the show. I've missed this. It's always fun. How's it going? Come on, tell me about jobs. (laughs) (laughs) It's always good to see you, buddy. I'm so happy you came on, man. Yeah, it's great to be on the show. Your audience is... Just so different from your normal Apple users, and that's a good thing. It's cool. Well, All right, so, so, so you can tell not it's a little right. yet. I have not, a question, though.
2: How, yeah. how does Rogan use the ChatGPT
0: to get his voice like that?
3: Well, there's a digital. It, I don't know if it's ChatGPT, by the way, Cap, but he's using AI,
0: AI and there's AI different some kind, forms yeah. of it. Yeah, right? we're not there yet. But in five, because right now you can tell that is not. Yeah, I mean, like I,
1: I, heard uh, Drew Carey did an hour on his podcast. I was, I, I picked up on this, um, and you can tell that it, you can hear stumbles and pieces right. that don't fit together, but we're not very far away.
3: In well, particular with podcasts and radio and audio, it's easier to fool the audience than it would be with video. Oh, sure. yeah. But it's you're right, Andy, it's coming. Yeah,
4: You're going to regret this. Yeah, there
3: you go, Siri. <laughs> exactly right. So uh, last night- By uh, the way, you say Siri, like the old character on 30 Rock.
1: My, Why don't you just say Siri? My personal assistant is Siri. You
3: know, that's the only time I've ever heard that name was that uh, that blonde girl a blonde assistant to Tina Fey on Thirty Rock with Siri. Oh, Suri.
1: No, my I, I don't have Siri. I've got an up level version of the phone with Siri and, who's and by kind the of way will, C assistant. I will
3: say this now with the writer strike going on in Hollywood. If you want to go back and watch something and and catch a whole bunch of stuff you didn't catch the first time, Thirty Rock on Hulu, I've watched like ten episodes maybe in the last two months. And every time, I I, I know I'd seen the episode before, but I catch five or six jokes I didn't get the first time.
1: true.
2: Hey, let me ask you guys a question, though. You think uh, people are, like, turned off by all this chat GPT slash AI? Or you think people are turned on, especially, by the way, in media? I'm just curious. Like, are are people in media like, this is going to ruin all of our jobs? We're all going to be without jobs in the next five years? Do you think people are, are feeling that way?
1: No. I think they probably should be. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but no, I don't think. Uh, look, I I think first of all, AI is super complicated. It's working on our behalf in so many different ways, from from Amazon to you know just algorithms. Yeah, that algorithms, track us every right? day. Yeah, we're they know where we are at all times. So, do I think this is going to ever completely replace human beings? No. Uh, but do I think it could replace some jobs? Like I heard uh, a website that I sometimes use is BuzzFeed. Yeah. Um, BuzzFeed shut is it, down. Is it going
3: away? I was going to say. I thought well, I just
1: read that. Now it's only AI generated. So, But they still produce content every they're day? They're still producing content, but it's through AI. There are no actual living, breathing writers that are involved.
3: Wow. Are could, guys, you cover, could
1: you cover a sports team that
3: way? Could you, instead of a beat writer... Could you have just chat GPT
0: cover a whole season? I think it depends on what you want from your coverage. Like if you're just getting the basic nuts and bolts of a season, sure. If you're trying to actually get inside the dynamic of a team, what player personalities are like, stuff like that, I don't think you actually could unless the chat GPT is just spitting up other coverage or
2: but just the details like like hey guys um when i would have my son's little league games yes they would have these apps that you would like score the game and then after the game it would give you a report on the game so in the third inning little stevie mason um had a double and little johnny i scored from second base and like, yeah, that I would have generate
3: I, the story of the game. It would have been a triple, but Mason's slow because he has uh, nine pins and a, and a plate in his
1: foot. So he, he had to he <laughs> only make slow. it to second. This was
2: actually before he got into that terrible accident. Yes, incident.
1: little, little was, Stevie Mason. Right. Yeah. I, um, look, I, I think that, yeah, the technology's going to be,
0: I don't know. Whatever. I mean, I think, to Cappy's to cap actual question, <laughs> yeah. I think most people don't even know. I think most people have no idea. How invasive this stuff has already become. Yeah, or where become. it's happening in yeah. our lives
1: that we don't even know I mean, about. Look,
0: it. I I barely understand this technology. I guarantee a lot of people understand it less than me. Certainly, older people don't understand it at no, all. No, not at all. And and a lot of younger people, I think, are so used to it they don't even recognize when it's happening.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was watching the GPT locked on Lakers podcast today.
0: Oh, it's probably just as good. <laughs> <laughs> and it is very
1: comparable to what,
0: what you and Brian do every day. Does chat GBT Brian interrupt me all the time? Yes, he much? does. Nice. They nailed it. Yeah. They nailed the formula. He's very
1: bold, dominant on the uh, <laughs> yes, on the Lockdown Lakers podcast. It's he like Clinton Yates, Yates on the Blue Review. He's very bold, dominant.
2: Hey, what's up with Clinton Yates? Am I hearing a story that Clinton doesn't want to use his social media to help promote the, that is uh, correct. The, podcast? the big C. Yeah, you got to
3: talk to him, Cap. You're the Why? king what's of the, side hustles. You got to get the on there. Uh, I don't know. I'll we'll have, have to ask him next does, time he's in.
2: How many followers does Clinton have on Twitter? Enough. I mean, I mean, we're we talking <laughs> like 100,000, 200, 500 a million? Probably,
3: I would think.
1: Bergie, do you know? Uh, I'm not sure. Cuz you would think there's a normal thing like you do a po- like for example, uh did a podcast with uh Robert Wisdom last week. Great great actor from Barry and from uh, the Wire. Mm-hmm. Well, he we sent out a little social media and he was actually the co-host on that one. Yeah, he amplified right. it. He he retweeted it. Right. He you know, he did. And you would expect right. that you
3: put it into the ether.
1: You would think that the big CY as part of the blue review would amplify it using his social media channels. Maybe he's and embarrassed then, to be working well, with Bergman. Well, I think that's it. a thing.
2: I think no, that is a thing. It is because because if he's if he was proud of it, he would obviously be wanting to tell his his followers. He'd be like, hey, kiddos. You know, come check <laughs> hey, us out. Hey, kiddos. That's right. Yeah. Hey, King. Yeah. That yeah. Really right. makes sense. He calls his people kiddos.
4: He said he was going to start doing it for ones that were a little more evergreen. He didn't want to do all, all every single one of them. But then we did an evergreen one yesterday, and
0: he didn't. And I mean, no. if, it's uh, a, if it's a daily show, by definition, they're all evergreen for a short window. Like you got to strike while the iron's hot for an evergreen show,
4: right? I mean, we talked about you know the Mookie bets at the Fister Hotel kind of thing. So that's more of an evergreen. I hadn't heard that story. How's that story going? (laughs) Not the same story.
2: (laughs) So wait, so so how many followers on Twitter though? Like that, what sort of amplification are we missing here?
4: Well, I just want him to just put out like, hey, he has a much bigger following than I do. I don't know how many people followers he has. But but
2: I'm with John Ireland. I mean, is it is he is he embarrassed by this?
4: I mean, you'd be embarrassed by me, too. right? No, no, sir. 48.2 thousand followers. That's my God. Five times more than
1: followers. That's a lot of followers. That's five times more than me. Yeah, it is. So when I
4: retweet it is different than when he retweets it.
1: Did you hear the way we call Clinton Yates now? Uh, It's like Batman. It's the big CY in the sky. It's like that. You we see, just send out a bat signal. You see the CY sign and you know CY will show up. Right. Right, like a superhero. Yeah, exactly. So what do you guys got going? I mean, obviously last night, uh disappointing, A D, the forearm to the head from Looney, and then the leave in the court, and then the, the Barkley and the shack of it all, and then the Stephen A and all that stuff, and he's playing tomorrow night. Yes.
3: You'll get into Did all I, of it? Yes. Right. Are you Everything getting into you all the said. stuff I just said? Yes. 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 Sodano and Cap next, but no Sodano.
1: Andy Kamenetsky filling in. And we're back tomorrow at 1, getting ready for Game 6. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN.
2: Ding, da-da-do. Bing, ba-da-bing. Ba, da, ba, ba, da, ba. Ba, da, yeah, ba, da, come on, Andy. Come on. Let's hear it. Yeah.
0: I like your drum solo. Thank you. I was a drummer, so. Yeah, I like the way you work those tom-toms. <laughs> the tom-toms are key, man. Nice job out of
2: you. So, AK, let me ask you a question here. Just to get started, we're just getting onto the airwaves. Yo, what's up, everybody? Um, what's with the long faces? What's with the sky is falling? I mean, did I miss something? Did everybody expect the Lakers to win last night? It's not even that you
0: expect them to win, but man, Cappy, if they manage to close this thing out last night, you get multiple days off. You get to say you took out the defending champions in five games in their house, You know the most dominant team of the last decade. You closed it out, maybe closed out the dynasty in the Bay Area. So much could have come from that. I think that it's it's more about potential opportunity lost than the idea that the series is lost. Big difference.
2: Yeah, but come on. Like, come on. How many people really, really believed that the Lakers were going up there and were going to win that game on their home floor where they've been so good at home all year and they've been so bad on the road all year I mean, who really thought that the Lakers, after all the effort that they've given here, are just going to go back out on the road and just slam these guys Come at home? Come on, they're champions.
0: They're going to put up a fight. Well, and- I mean, yeah, they're going to put up a fight, but look, I can only speak for myself. My prediction on record was Lakers in seven. So my prediction was them actually winning game seven in San Francisco. So speaking for myself, if... I believe they're capable of closing out Golden State in a Game 7 in the Bay Area, then they're capable of doing it in Game 5.
2: Well, if. If they're capable. If. You said that, that, you know, hey, look, I believe that they are capable. So if I think that they can do it in Game 7, then I think they can do it in Game 5. But they haven't done it yet. Now they did it in Game 1. Yeah. But come on, Andy. You had to think that you're going to get points at some time from Wiggins. Um, you're gonna get a, a a decent night out of somebody else other than just Steph Curry. I mean, Draymond scores 20, Curry's got 27, Gary Payton had 13. I, I mean, that's that's a winning formula for Golden
0: State at home. Well, some of it too, though. You got to remember, some of the reaction to this wasn't just the idea of you lost Game Five. Now it's a Game Six. Who knows what happens if the Warriors? finally discover how to win on the road, like what ends up happening. It's more the idea of, at the time, you're wondering if Anthony Davis had a concussion. If he was going to be out for Game 6, and if he had a concussion for Game 6, Game 7 all of a sudden becomes way up in the air. So that's part of it, too. Some of the reaction was just the idea of, oh my God, did the Lakers just lose Game 5, and did they lose Anthony Davis for this series? You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's part of what created the whole reaction. We're all now just sort of adjusting to this reality of, yeah, they lost game five, but Anthony Davis in all likelihood will be there for game six in LA where the Lakers have been dominating.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The reports today are like, hey, he's not in concussion protocol. That's a good thing. Yeah. Because if he is in, con- in concussion protocol, now all of a sudden he's got to go through all these batteries uh, of exams, and all of a sudden some doctor goes, nah, I don't think so. So the, the notion that he's not in concussion protocol, that in and of itself is good news. But I think you're right, Andy, that it's not just that the Lakers lost. Uh, it's more about Anthony Davis getting hurt, missing the second half of the fourth quarter, being taken off the floor in a wheelchair, and let's be honest about it, pretty much the national media, I mean, Stephen A. Smith, Charles Barkley, Shaq Fu, I mean, everybody last night was having quite a
0: good laugh in this morning. I mean, I don't think I have ever seen, ever, the type of just blatant, mocking and disrespect towards a player of Anthony Davis's stature, because we're talking about somebody that is a top 75 player. He is somebody that will end up in the Hall of Fame. He's somebody that is an NBA champion. I've never seen this type of mockery and disrespect towards somebody of that stature who got hurt. He actually got hurt during a game. I've honestly never seen anything like this before, Cappy. Well,
2: here's the reality. Those guys, whether it's Stephen A., Uh, whether it's Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, and I'll focus in on those two guys because they're former players, they think he's soft. And they are waiting for him to get hurt. And every time Anthony Davis gets hit or goes down, he's on the ground like his career is over. And honestly, they
0: all enjoy ridiculing this guy. Yeah, they do. I mean, with... With Barkley, okay, you've got this, you've got this brewing storm of Barkley for years takes, he really enjoys sticking it to the Lakers. He just does. I mean, this is something you've seen year in, year out. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know if it comes from maybe, I think it was in the 90s, the Lakers almost reportedly traded for Barkley. Deal ends up not happening. Maybe he holds a grudge over that. Maybe it's he knows that you've, the Lakers have such a huge fan base that if you poke that particular bear, you can get a reaction. And you know, his gig is all about getting reactions. With Shaq, if you're a big man, Shaq is always going to poke at you. It's what he does. Like nine out of ten high profile big men, Shaq just does not give them their due. We saw this with Dwight Howard for years. We've seen it with Anthony Davis. Sure, it's been there with Joel Embiid. Like Nikola Jokic is about the only center I can think of that Shaq really has not gone at before. So all of those elements together is going to lead to those two just openly mocking Anthony Davis in this moment.
2: Yeah, and by the way, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Did you? Okay. Yeah. So so look, like while I know a lot of Laker fans are offended today, how dare Charles Barkley? How dare Shaquille O'Neal laugh at our guy? Okay? And then hey, you forgetting Kenny Smith. I mean Kenny Smith is the one who's making these gestures with his chair. For anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, in the post game last night, Barkley and Shaq are pretty much uncontrollably laughing because the two of them are like, wait a second. He got hit in the head like that and he may have a concussion and he had to be taken off the floor in a wheelchair. Are you guys for real like they think he's soft? Yes, they do. Here's how it played out on TNT last night. L- listen carefully. Go ahead and play it, Laura.
0: Floor, and uh, we will see what his status is for Game 6 of this series. Kenny?
2: Yeah, well, I wasn't expecting, honestly, you know, I wasn't in Game 5, 6, whatever it is, the Lakers <laughs> to win tonight. Because both teams, Lakers and Golden State, they've been inconsistent all year. They haven't been able to string together Games that you go. This is a game they should win. This is how they should get it done. So, you know, game six. These guys, man. <laughs> These I, I, dudes no, are I dying laughing. I,
0: I, 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 I think I do too. But what are you laughing about?
2: You know what they're laughing. I'm at. laughing at chuckers.
0: <laughs> I know what they're laughing at. <laughs> you understand. Chuckers is over there crumbling up paper. That's why I was laughing. <laughs> That's <laughs> not laughing. what I'm about, I'm man. laughing at Chuck. tell the truth. I'm they understand. Come on, man. Stop, stop it, man. Stop it. <laughs> Ernie, we don't let us go there. Because <laughs> if we go there, it'll never. <laughs> <just> laugh. <laughs> it'll never We'll right, we need to go to that next game quickly. <laughs> no, we don't. Oh, man. 11, Chuck. Well, tell me, give me your takeaway from the game, Chuckster. Uh, there's nine points in the first half. You're not kidding. What are you doing? I'm sit- fixing my seat. I'm fixing right, my seat. Right, what are you kidding? F- I'm doing- fixing my seat. <laughs> what? I did not do that. you fixing your seat. I did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's man, guys, come on now. Huh? Uh, come on, man.
2: Oh, my God. I've seen that like 10 times today, and even just listening to it, I'm freaking dying laughing.
0: <laughs> There's an element of funny to it, just in the sense that it is sometimes you get the like collective giggles. You know what I mean? Like if you're around yeah. people, you see them <laughs> laughing, you start laughing because laughter can be contagious. <laughs> and I get it. But because I know we're going to be talking about this when we get back, and I know we're up against it soon, there's an irony to this that I noticed in the way that Barkley and Shaq especially, but also Kenny Smith, in the way that they talked about this, Cappy. I, I, la-
1: I, I was just laughing it, Chuck.
0: <laughs> I, I just be loving it, Chuck. I, I'm just laughing.
2: I loved it, man. I, listen, you may be offended as a Laker fan. How dare they? But come on, man, that's funny.
0: they look. Just about anything can be funny, and it is funny to see them just lose their proverbial bleep in laughter. There is an element of that that is funny, but there is an irony to all it. All right, though. all right, let's get to this irony. And
2: you think they were the only guys laughing at AD? Oh no,
0: they were not. Oh, oh Stephen A. went. Crazy. St- Stephen A Stephen A almost needed like CPR, like like a type of he was hyperventilating All so right. much in his laughter.
2: We're we're gonna hear it. Coming right back. Don't go anywhere. A Cam is in for Shidano. It's Sidano and Cap on seven ten ESPN. All right, when you hear this song, what movie comes to mind? Little movie called Vision Quest. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Lindsay Baseball, Queen, unique. You girls ever heard of Vision Quest?
3: I have, but you know, in a different format.
2: Uh huh. Uh huh. Nobody's seen the movie Vision Quest other than me and A. Cam.
0: Yeah, Matthew Modine, a right. high school wrestler.
2: Yeah, shoot. That was the high school wrestler's name that he had to beat. That was his vision quest. Oh yeah, shoot.
0: Yeah. This, by the way, I think is Madonna's best song. You think so? I love this song. I think it's, it's a, a really controversial great song. statement. I
3: like a bird, John.
0: I like this. Either this or Borderline, I think is her best song. Oh, Borderline, that's a good huh? song. You like Borderline, do you? Borderline's a really good song.
2: Not for me. For me, holiday. Holiday. It could be so nice. Celebrate.
0: We were concerned Anthony Davis would be taking a holiday.
2: Big time. So, it seems like everybody was laughing at Anthony Davis. You know, like, if if, if you're a Laker fan, I understand where you're like, hey, hey, hold on a second here. This is our top guy. We're screwed without this guy. So, it's not exactly funny. But to Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley, they looked at the hit that Anthony Davis took to the head, and they thought, well, that's not so bad. I've taken way worse than that. And when the word concussion was even mentioned, they were like, concussion? What? And then Stephen A. this morning, Andy. Did you happen to catch any of Stephen A.? <laughs> of course I did. I mean, my God. Stephen A. Well, Here. Listen for yourself. Go ahead and play it, Laura. Damn it! I'll
0: be damned if I weren't laughing.
2: The the, the th- I'm like concussion, <laughs> concussion. I, I, I thought the NFL season was over. Yes, and now, I understand that concussions can happen in other sports, boxing, UFC, and I mean, if the collision is fierce enough, I guess it could happen in basketball, too. But, damn, we, I ain't seen nothing yesterday that made me say concussion. I, concussion? Now, I don't know if it's true or not. Did the wheelchair get him to the locker room? I'm not sure. Is it? Is that yes, true, yes, Jake? Yes, that's why, that is, that's why they were dying. A I wheelchair? Report, a yeah. wheelchair? Really? Really? That's where we are? And, and, listen, if you're the LeBron James, this has got to be – listen, My, my I, I hope Anthony Davis I – I, okay. I got to actually sit here and say this. <laughs> I hope Anthony Davis is okay. See, that's I, where – really, I got no to – go really look, look, but, look man. We, we got to stop We got to, got to stop it, man. He's got to stop it. It's the playoffs, man. So here's the bottom line, Andy. Yeah, guys like Stephen A. Smith, Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, Kenny Smith, most of us, come on, let's all be honest – We all saw it last night. We were like, wait, what? Wait, wheelchair? What? What what are you talking about? Like, there's a little thing to the head. He can't, not a wheelchair. I mean, wasn't that what everybody else was thinking
0: too? I mean, I'm not going to, here's the thing about me, Cap. I will never, and I I truly mean this, because I will say whatever opinion I'm ever thinking. I will touch pretty much whatever topic. Like, I'm not afraid to say what's on my mind. I will never question whether or not an athlete can be on the floor or be on, or be on the field. I just won't. Like that's pretty much the one place I won't go because it's not my body and it's it's, I feel like you are pretty much always coming from a place of ignorance when you go there. Like that's just me. It's about the one for me, I guess, like third rail that I just will not touch. So in that sense, I was not questioning whether or not A.D. could be out there because that's just me. Where I feel bad, though, for A.D. is like when it comes to the stuff like with a concussion, that was basically just people speculating what could have happened. It's not like Anthony Davis ran off the court yelling, I'm concussed. I'm concussed, like freaking out, something like that. Like This, this is actually, other than I think Chris Haynes from Bleacher Report and TNT reporting that They did not see signs of a concussion. This was really nothing AD did to bring that upon himself. This was just people speculating whether or not there could be a concussion because he had been woozy and stuff like that. And then with the wheelchair, it's like, look, man, if a guy is having difficulty walking because he's dazed, why not put him in a wheelchair?
2: Well, I just think here's the deal. Most people looked at the hit to AD's head and they were like, well, from my perspective, sure. watching it on TV with all the stuff that I've seen in my life watching sports on television, from where I'm sitting, it just didn't look that bad. And then when you tell me that he's going to be wheelchaired off the floor, wait a second, that's like 10 times worse than what I thought just happened there. And so guys like Stephen A. and Barkley and Shaq are, all thought it was real funny because they think
0: he's soft. Yes, that's okay, that's really what this is about, Cappy. It's about AD being seen as soft, and therefore this feels like hilariously predictable to the people mocking him, like the idea that that hit, which to them didn't seem like enough, didn't seem like all that much, that that would be enough to either concuss Anthony Davis or lead one to believe that he could have a concussion because, in their opinion, it does not take much to give Anthony Davis a concussion because it doesn't take much to injure him, period, because he's always injured because he's soft. Right, because he's on the verge
2: of being hurt all the time. That's what people think. And I'm going to say people. People who aren't Laker fans, that's what people
0: think of AD. Well, look, I will be honest. And maybe a lot of Laker fans feel that way. Look, Anthony, you can say that Anthony Davis is injury prone without it being a declaration that he's soft without it being some type of shot at his character this is about his body his body does not react well to stress and the impact of basketball it has nothing to do with wanting to be out there or pain tolerant or whatever like he does not react well to this stuff he gets injured a lot he is injury prone it's just not a character slight the thing though that i found ironic though particularly with Barkley and Shaq, but I guess also Kenny Smith to some degree in that segment. Tell me. They're all implying through their laughter that Anthony Davis was too soft to play through that hit to the head, yet none of them actually had the cojones to just say it. They all had multiple opportunities to say what they were thinking, and they were all scurred. Skurd. They were did, all did, SCURRED. Did you say, they were SCURRED? They were SCURRED. Really? Multi- well... Uh, wow, well what? hey, hey Chuck and Shaq, SCURRED
2: say SCURRED. They were- I mean, am I wrong? No, well, well, look, none of those guys just blatantly came out and said, Hey look, here's the thing. Anthony Davis gets hurt all the time. That's why I call him street clothes. Um, Anthony Davis, that hit to his head didn't look like any big deal. He should get back out there. And by the way, he got to have a wheelchair get him off the floor. I can't believe how soft Anthony Davis is. That's what they were saying with all of their laughter. But no, no one actually came out and said it.
0: I'm just saying. And they're for, screwed if you're calling a bunch if you're calling Anthony Davis soft mm-hmm. in this situation, which. They were not just in this particular segment, but they've been saying it all year, all last season, all the season before, the street clothes stuff, all of that. They're calling him soft, yet they don't actually have the stones to come out and say it. Well, listen, when I saw a couple weeks ago,
2: remember in the first round, it may have even been the first game of the playoffs. Remember when um, Tyler Hero of the Heat broke his hand? You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching that play like 10 times going, I don't understand how the kid broke his hand. Like, where did he do that? Nobody goes on TV and goes, Tyler Hero, oh my God, that's how you hurt your hand and broke your hand? Man, get out there and play with that broken hand. <laughs> Nobody says that. No, It'd be ridiculous. But Anthony Davis has been so good, and everybody knows how important he is to the Lakers, and everybody's waiting for him to just not be able to play. Because, again, two things. One, He has been hurt a lot. And two, every time something happens to him on the floor, he reacts as
0: if that's it, career over. And everybody's holding their breath going, no, 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 no. I get that part. Believe me, every time Anthony Davis falls down, which is like once every three possessions, there's a part of my brain that automatically thinks it's over. It's over. He's out for the seat. Like, yes, I get that. And I don't think fans are out of pocket for thinking that. I'm just saying... We I think we need to learn to talk about this in ways that you can acknowledge the truth, which is Anthony Davis always feels like an injury waiting to happen, because he does, without it being about his character, unless you really know it is.
2: Yeah. Well, that's what Shaq and and Charles were laughing at because what they were doing was they're like, he's soft. This team needs him. He got to get back out there, and he's leaving the floor in a wheelchair. Make no mistake. Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley were calling him soft, and Stephen A. Smith, who's not a pro basketball Hall of Famer, he too was laughing. He too was was calling him soft, and everybody was. And then Stephen A. caught all this heat for it because, you know, I th- I heard it and I found it funny and entertaining. Even if even if everything you're saying is right about questioning somebody's you know ability to go back in, but here's what Stephen A. Smith had to tweet later in the day: blowback is blowback comes with the territory, peeps. I was in no way minimizing the seriousness of a concussion. I was questioning whether Anthony Davis really had one considering the play I saw and other hits I've seen him absorb. But, bottom line, it was wrong for me to do, period. My bad. That's Stephen A. Smith. Andy, you know what he didn't say in that?
0: AD's not soft.
2: No, he didn't say I'm sorry. He he wasn't apologizing for, for what he did.
0: He's just saying, hey, you guys are giving me blowback. Actually, back? he really was, he was apologizing to, like, the concussion community. Like, if there's such a thing out there as, like, the concussion community, just like, you know, there are different communities of, you know, disenfranchised people, like, around the world, in this country, whatever. It's like he was making an apology to the concussion community out there. He was not apologizing to Anthony Davis at nope. all. Uh-uh. And And, again, this is where I feel bad for A.D., because AD, it's not. it'd be one thing if AD, again, was, I don't know, being carried off the floor yelling, I'm concussed, I have a concussion, I must have a concussion. Like, Anthony Davis never actually said he had a
2: concussion. No, but remember that one time a couple weeks ago when he was get, coming off, he got hit and he was down, and I think he said something like, I can't feel my arm or I can't right. move my arm, something like that. Right, like in that moment, it's so dramatic. It's like, oh my god, he can't feel his arm. His arm is broken. That's it. He's done. We're done. Forget it. I mean, he played through that game. I know he did. (laughs) Came back. I know know he did. But by saying, I can't feel my arm or my, I can't move my arm. Like now, all of a sudden, he's leaving the floor in a in a wheelchair. These dudes who are former ball players, they are laughing at him and they think he's soft. But hold on a second. They think he's so soft. Andy, coming up. Can I just remind everybody of one thing? Because now, if you assume that they were going to lose last night in San Francisco and you assume that they're going to win in L.A. on Friday, can I just remind everybody of something? You know that LeBron got hurt last night too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we get to that coming right back.
0: Andy, you don't want to do any of the uhs and the yes? No, you got them covered. I love those. That's your specialty. I, I would never infringe yeah. upon just your, your wheelhouse, Kathy. Uh-
4: yeah, I love how that
3: was really nice of you saying, I ain't about to get caught doing that.
0: <laughs> this, this is Cappy territory. This is his like, this is corner. This Are you scared? This is skirt? Cappy's corner. I'm a little scared. You're skirt, huh? I'm a little scared. I love the word scared. Skurd. How come everybody changed scared to scared? I think scared sounds more scared, and I think it feels more confrontational to throw that at somebody. To call them scurred, I think, feels more like a direct shot than scared. Oh, right. So if you
2: say to somebody, what, 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 you scurred? You scurred. Do you agree with that, Laura?
3: Yeah, I do. Because it's like, yo, bruh, you scared? It's like, nah, it's a little soft. But it's like, mm-hmm. yo, you scurred? You
2: scurred. Oh. You
3: know what I'm saying? So oh, it's a hell,
2: different. hell to the yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I do.
3: Different.
2: Yeah, I do. Lindsay Baseball, are you a scurred versus scared?
3: I mean,
4: I, I typically say scared, but, you know. You know also... You're scurred? No. Really? <laughs> really.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. She's on no. Nope. I think it depends on the situation, right? It's like a situational situation, too. Whoa. You're
2: um, saying I know. think it's a... you're thinking
3: way too far into it, Cappy.
0: You're thinking scared versus scurred is a situational situation? Okay, huh? I think for <laughs> me, when I'm calling somebody scurred, I think it's typically more I'm disgusted by their fear. <laughs> or I feel like their fear is worth calling out, mm. as opposed to, like, you know, like my daughter's 12. If she's scared of something, she, it's probably appropriate. She's 12. She's a child. Children get scared. That sort of thing. Okay,
2: gotcha. Gotcha. I'm with you. I'm understanding this now. All right, let me do this. Let me, let me remind everybody of this, Andy Kamenetsky, that while we're all talking about AD and him not coming back into the game, and, of course, people are thinking about a concussion because it's his head. Because we've all learned so much about concussions. Freaking Will Smith had to make a movie about it. We all know a lot about concussions, okay? So, when a player in any sport gets a head injury and is sitting on a bench holding his head and has to get wheelchaired off the floor, what's everybody's natural question? Concussion? Yeah.
0: I mean, those, are, those can be. Signs of a concussion. They can be. The
2: whole idea that Anthony Davis is being reported to not be in concussion protocol, and I say it that way because, I don't know, man, the stories are he's not, but I... I don't know. I just never trust these kinds of things until I see that man on the floor tomorrow night. I'm actually a little worried about him playing tomorrow night.
0: Okay. I thought for a second you were actually accusing, uh, I guess either AD or the people around AD, the Lakers of trying to work around the concussion protocol. Like he ought to be in it. That's. that's Oh, I don't know if he should be, or he shouldn't be in it. I'm just saying that I'm glad he's not in it. Yeah. I'm I'm incredibly glad, but that's the way it's being reported. You know, what's funny about this. If this thing had happened in say the first four minutes of the first quarter as opposed to the last four minutes of the last quarter where there wasn't nearly enough time for AD to get his bearings back this if this happens early in the first half you never know he could possibly end up playing in the second half and all of this goes away like timing can be as much a part of this as anything
2: you think that when he comes back onto the floor because he gets hurt in the first four minutes, when he comes back out, they bring him out on the wheelchair? Or
0: is he- <laughs> <laughs> well, if they if they do it, I hope they go serious like WWE heel like he comes out and he's got like the bandages on him. And like, you know, you know, that one gif of the professional wrestler in the wheelchair and he's got the leg cast up. Yeah. And turns out it's a, it's a, like a fake cast. It's not even on his leg. Like, I would really hope that they would lean into the drama of bringing A.D. out for the second half in that wheelchair. It would be funny, but here's the thing. What makes me nervous now,
2: because, look, I said yesterday on the radio, Andy, I did not think the Lakers were going to win yesterday. I was picking them to win. I was hoping that they would win. I was sending positive vibrations into the airwaves, but if I was being honest, I actually didn't think they would win yesterday's game. But that's because I, like so many other people said, they're going to go there, they're going to wind up losing, then they're going to come home, and they're going to wind up winning. But what's got me nervous about tomorrow now is not only do I not know what AD is going to be tomorrow, it's going to be fine, it's going to be 100%, everything's cool, no problems, or the other thing I don't know is what's going on with LeBron, because late in that game, Remember LeBron went up for a, a, an easy little basket right in front, came down, twisted his ankle, started limping around a whole bunch. Remember that?
0: Yeah, he didn't look the same. He did not look the same afterwards.
2: I mean, should we not all be worried about... Just as much as we're worried about AD, shouldn't we also be that much worried about LeBron?
0: Yes, except for the fact, Cappy, that this is the experience of rooting for this team and, frankly, the LeBron and AD era. You're always worried about that shoe coming down in the form of an injury. I mean, that that's just part of this experience. Like, thankfully, it hasn't been as extreme as what the Clippers have gone through with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, because for Clipper fans, that's p- clearly part of that experience as well. But this is what it is with LeBron James, age 38, season 20, a billion miles on the odometer, and his body obviously in decline by LeBron James standards, if nothing else. Like, you're not supposed to be playing at this level at age 38. Like, you're not supposed to be. Like, bodies are not supposed to operate like this. And then Anthony Davis, again, he's injury prone. It's not a character slight. It's not saying anything about him as a person, how bad he wants it, whatever. But he's injury prone. So that is just part of the experience with this team. That's the reality. I'm just hoping for a
2: great story on Friday night now. I'm looking for like a redemption story. I'm looking for Anthony Davis to come back and 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 show Charles Barkley or show Shaquille
0: O'Neal soft. You think I'm soft? Come back and score 35. Go crazy. Oh, he should I mean, he needs to come out with the most double middle fingers attitude like just towards everybody. Like after baskets he should yell something like "Pay me." Because years ago, Shaquille O'Neal, when he wanted to be paid, eventually led to him getting traded to Miami. He scored, I think it was in a preseason game, and then yelled at Dr. Buss, who was on the sideline, pay me. Like he he should be making references to Shaq and Barkley and Stephen A and like to everybody after every basket. Like yell first take after a dunk <laughs> or after a block. I mean, seriously, go at everybody.
2: Yeah, I'm hoping so, too. Um, hey, look, we got a lot we're going to get to as the afternoon goes on, obviously. Our boy, Shidano, is going to check in nice. from Phoenix, where he's going to be doing that game tonight on ESPN, uh, the the uh, Phoenix-Denver game. So uh, we'll talk to Shidano coming up. Blake Harris is going to be here. We'll talk some Dodgers baseball as they get ready for a series this weekend against the Padres for the first time in Dodger Stadium so far this season. So we got a lot of stuff we're going to get to. Here's a question for you. Is LeBron ever going to have a LeBron game in this series? Like, I thought it was going to be game four. I'm like, okay, this is going to be it. Lakers are going to take a 3-1 lead. LeBron's going to put everybody on his back. Close game. Didn't happen that way. Obviously, we all know I mean, the story of Lonnie Walker in the fourth quarter, which, by the way, that magic didn't work out last
0: night, did it, Andy? I know that in... The the Lonnie Walker magic game, you know, it was Lonnie Walker, the fourth, and it was all about the fourth quarter. He didn't take any shots until the fourth quarter and athletes get superstitious and they love when trying to repeat a formula. He played 16 first half minutes yesterday without taking a shot like, dude, take some shots. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, Lonnie. Put up some shots, man. Yeah, That's going. why you're out there. Right. It's right. why you're out there.
2: Which is why in, in game four it was so gutsy of him. Every time LeBron gave him the ball, if that were me, I'd be like, here, LeBron, have it back. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, and you'd have you'd have Shaq and Barkley and Kenny Smith making fun of you. I know. I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, hey King, thanks for passing me the ball. But here, you take it. <laughs> you'd be treating that thing like just a
2: hot grenade. Right. But Lonnie Walker had courage. But I mean, listen, contributing twenty eight minutes last night, you know? But I, I, again here's the thing. Anthony Davis scored 23 points and didn't play the last like eight minutes. LeBron scored twenty-five and it wasn't like some spectacular twenty-five. Even with D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves each giving you fifteen last night, that's yeah, and and Schroeder gave you fourteen. But on the other side, when Draymond Green is scoring twenty, Andy, and, and Wiggins is scoring twenty-five, and Gary Payton scoring thirteen, I mean, just looking at the numbers, it's no wonder they won. And by the way, looking at free throws last night, in the previous game, the Lakers were 20 for 20 on free throws. They went to the line 15 times last night and had 12 free throws. Still 80%, but still,
0: it's a difference of eight points between the two games. Something I, look, uh, I looked up, the, the splits with this team right now um, in wins and losses, the discrepancy in free throw attempts is massive. Like, the Lakers need to go out of their way tomorrow to attack the rim from the beginning and put these refs in a position where they have to start making calls, especially in L.A., get that crowd hostile if they're not getting those calls. It is super important. Like, it is a massive discrepancy. In this series, they've averaged 24 attempts in wins, 16 in losses rounding up. Wow.
2: How about that? Good
0: numbers right there. Thank you. Those are good stats. Well, that's stuff that I look up for Locked on Lakers, the podcast. Yeah. You can find five days a week, Cappy. Anywhere you get your podcast, there's also a YouTube component.
2: Well, hey, listen, uh, th- those that's good data right there. I think we should promote the hell out of the Locked on Lakers podcast. All right, stick around. Sedano's checking in from Phoenix. And what we all need to know, AK is in for Shidano. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.